Welcome to Stories RPG. I'm Michael Lowe. I teach English, and I've been teaching, designing curriculum, and making games for over 20 years. In every episode of Stories RPG, we'll play a story game, also called a role-playing game, to create epic tales together. You can listen along, then download chapters of the game to tell your own stories at home. It's easy, fun, and everyone can get involved. I'll be joined by Daniel Hines and Amanda Weldon, the team behind Stories Podcast, and Scrib the Bard of the Scribbler Network. Today, we're starting our first game, Giga City Guardians, a tale of superheroic adventure set in the world of the brilliant Firefly from Stories Podcast. So this is not going to be fully scripted. I do have beats and I do have characters and places, but it's a story that belongs to everyone at the table. So you get to make things up. And sometimes I will ask you loaded questions and you get to say whatever you want. And that then becomes part of our story and it becomes true. So with all that said, hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for Giga City Guardians. So I'm Michael. I'll be the teller today. Basically, that means I'm going to help the story move, set up dramatic scenes, and play the other people you'll meet. And um, yeah, would everybody like to go around? Dan, do you want to start? Sure. I'm uh, I'm Daniel Hines, the writer of Stories Podcast, and I am here to play. And I am very excited about my character, and we'll get to that soon. But uh, hello, everybody. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Hello, I'm Amanda Weldon, and I'm usually the host of Stories Podcast. And But uh, today, I'm just a player. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Sorry, I'm I'm super thrilled. Even just hearing you say, hello, I'm Amanda Weldon. I'm I'm starstruck. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thank you very much. No. And then Scriv, would you say hello? Hello. I am Scriv the Bard. I am a family-friendly writer and game designer. I am a total newcomer to this podcast, but I'm super excited. <laughs> and I am very excited to get into Giga City Guardians. Yay. Well, if everybody's ready, let's jump right in. So I'm going to introduce the setting. And I love that you said Giga City Guardians again. So this is the world in which our story is going to take place. So this world is a lot like ours, but with one important difference. It's a world of superpowers, tech that bends reality, mutants, monsters, and more. And at the heart of it all, Giga City, famous for the most powerful heroes, mind-bending inventions, and nefarious villains. Whatever happens in Giga City changes everything. And you? You're the self-appointed guardians of the sprawling city by the bay and all its everyday people, powered and not. You're the Giga City guardians, and the lighthouse, your citadel, rises above the famous suspension bridge, a challenge to any threat. This city is protected. So... Before we get started, this means you guys get to create your heroes. Whoever or whatever you want to be, there's room in the wild world of Giga City for you. Whether you're a unicorn riding wizard or a talking cat who teleports, it's all good. The key to a good story is always asking questions. So right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you all start to create some character ideas. And as you do, I'm going to help you fill out your character sheet. Your character sheet has a bunch of different little spots for you to write different details about your character. Um, does anybody have any quick questions before I jump in and show you all your, your character sheets? I'm ready. So, Amanda, since you asked, uh, I took the liberty of doing a little bit of Firefly uh, character sheet to see if this looks about right. And the cool thing is each of these lines of your story in 
in the game, you just make up the things that you care about, about your character. You decide what parts of your character you think are important, what makes your character interesting or fun to tell stories about, and you write whatever catches your fancy. So if you decide, example, and this is for for Dan and Scriv, if you decide that, you know, you'd really like to smell like really strong cheese, you can totally put that in. And believe me, it will come in handy. We will figure out a way to make that stink super important to the story. And I, I wrote this one up. Firefly is armored in black with red and yellow highlights, a high-tech battle suit which blasts off with a nimbus of light. Inside, Jillian Jays is a normal teenager, though she's big for her age, smart, and trained in judo. Um, I also have her drive. Uh, and for this, I used Firefly's backstory. I lost my father to supervillains. I'll use my power to keep that from happening to anyone else. And then you get to choose three of the things that are down at the bottom. And you can choose any that you like. You can even copy one if you like. Um, I chose a downfall for, for Jillian. She has a serious temper, that matchstick flair. Um, I chose a bond, Specs, who is her bestie and also the guy in the chair. And uh, a deed. She defeated the Scarlet King and saved Giga City. So let me just quick ask, let's do this. Uh, Dan and Scriv, do you guys have some ideas about who you'd like to play? I know, Dan, you'd been talking about a particularly um, interesting ape. Yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have an ape character I've been working on near and dear to my heart. Oh, okay. Well, let's, uh, let me give you a couple minutes, but put in a description for your ape and, and let's, and I want to ask some follow-up questions because, you know, how does an ape become a superhero? And I mean, not that all of us aren't apes if we're being real about it, but. Yeah. Should I just, should I just tell it all here? What should I do? You think what's the best for. I really want to hear about this ape. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There it is. <laughs> Dan, tell us about the ape. So my character is a chimpanzee who was bought as part of a group of chimpanzees by a tech billionaire who was trying to send people into deep space. So he was testing on chimps with his experimental engine. Um, and there was a terrible accident and the experimental rocket blew up high in the sky. But this chimp miraculously fell to earth and was completely unscathed. And the next line in all the papers, big headline, ape canaveral. <laughs> at the launch one <laughs> um and that and then so he wait 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 i, I have two i have two follow-up questions already can i choose the tech billionaire's sure. name that's the first question i have for you absolutely fred tusk of tusco is the one who sent you into orbit i like okay it. okay when he landed can i ask like what happened next like how did he get connected with the guardians like i don't know ape comes you know cannonballing out of the sky there might even be some interesting questions about, you know, does Tusco try to keep owning you now that, like, can you talk? Yeah, they wanted to um, basically just get rid of me because I was evidence of a faulty rocket design. Maybe it wasn't tested great. We'll, we'll figure that Ooh. out. But the main part was that um, I now have super intelligence, not super intelligence for a human, but super intelligence for an ape. So I can talk and just he's sort of like a normal dude now. But as far as anybody can tell, since the explosion, he is completely impervious to harm. That's why Ooh. he was able to Okay, fall. so this is like super toughness. Yeah, you felt like a mile out of the sky on burning plasma all around him and just fine so far. And um, he sort of liked Ape Canaveral. 
He had a nickname back with the other test pilots. He thought he was friends with all the human test pilots. He didn't understand that he was just a um, kind of a training animal, a little mascot. Oh, that's a Oof. heartbreak. He doesn't know that. He, he's stoked. Yeah. So now that he's, he still thinks he's a test pilot. <laughs> so he, he managed to get away from Tusk and join the Guardians. But he still wears his superhero outfit as an aviator jacket and aviator sunglasses. And he just, he's just uh, oh, you know, living the life. The, uh, the astronauts before he went to space, his real name was uh, Peel Armstrong because he ate a lot of bananas. Um, oh. But now he goes by Ape Canaveral. That's a superhero name. You can just call him Ape if you're friends. Wait. Wait, wait. I got to ask, like, first question is, does he wear pants? No, definitely not. Because <laughs> this seems important. No pants. Okay, no pants. That's important to know. Okay, pantsless. Great. Just a flight jacket. Got it. Sick flight and jacket. And the other question I have aviators. is... <laughs> got it. It makes up for for the pantslessness. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, the next one is, can he still speak chimp? Um, I have to think about that. Let me come back to it. I haven't thought about his chimpness. Yeah, because that... That was a crucial question for me is like, okay, he thought he was one of the other test pilots. Like, has he completely lost his connection with other chimps? Because, you know, you can imagine it's a pretty tough thing to be a chimp in a world where humans put chimps in cage. Yeah. I'm going to, oh, I'll see, I'll see when we get there how he feels. Okay, cool. Amanda, I wanted to ask, did you want to shift anything around about Firefly? Did you, did you want to like pick on a quirk or do something or a dream or there's a dialogue line if you want to put in something that's like, you know, a, you know, the, the short thing that is your classic superhero one-liner. Um, you know, I, I think that you, you got a lot of the things that I sort of think are the most important things about Firefly. And I, I don't know if I have like a, a cool, like one-liner just yet. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep thinking about it, but I, I think that uh, one of the things I thought was that temper thing, um, I almost don't want to put it in downfall. I almost want to put it in like quirk, although I guess it is a downfall, mm. but it still is something that seems so, so helpful sometimes. And it's like a, I don't know, almost a positive reframe a little bit, but anyway, but that's kind of uh, the things I'm kind of thinking, but I think you got the drive certainly is, is uh, important. And I think that that's right on the money. And that's kind of like, I think that this is good. This works for me. Well, for what it's worth, you've just identified something really important your downfall never hurts. In the story, the downfall can help you when you're challenged. And one of the reasons that it's built that way is this is true about almost every storybook character, right? Um, you're not only defined by what pushes you, but also what you struggle with. It's, it's what makes you interesting. And it, it's often that unique quality that you have that helps you when you're, you're in need of it most. Notice it says, yeah. I have a serious temper, but it comes in handy in a tough spot. Because that totally was what let her push through in so many different epic moments. So totally understand. And I'm so glad you called that out. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Uh, Scriv, do you, are you having any brewing ideas for, for super heroic types? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and you can't, you can't um, do a space monkey because I called it. That's all. I can't do a space. You know, that was, was going to be my go-to, Dan. Dang it. Ape Canaveral have been foiled again. Um, we've got we've got a we've got power armor and we've got an ape. I mean, you can go any direction you want to go. Virtually indestructible ape too. That sounds amazing. So I am looking through the wonderful slides here. 
Let me just let Dan know. Dan, feel free to grab a slide for Ape and start filling it out. Um, If you look at the power slides, you you can spot that there's a little bit. You can write about your powers. If you don't want to write anything at all, that's fine. We'll work with it later. You don't have to sweat it. Sounds good. So what do you think is... Are you feeling more speedy, elemental, genius? What are you thinking, Scriv? Well, with the kind of team that's forming here, I am now trying to decide between (laughs) elemental, but then maybe something a little bit weird, like the mystic. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe we'll go with the backstory. I always loved that in Firefly there was magic, but Dan never said much about it. He was just like, oh yeah, some people are magic. And then like never said anything about it. And I was like, oh man. That's a whole That's thing. <laughs> like, what is that even? It's got to make the super scientists mad too, right? Like the super scientists, like I've got physics figured out. Hang on. I've got a solution. Magic person's just like, no, no, no. Laws of physics. They're just suggestions. <laughs> Hold on. Well, I feel like there's a lot of uh, interesting supernatural stuff going on that could be going on here. So. I mean, you can always play somebody who is some sort of supernatural creature. Remember, there's no limit on what you want to play as long as it's something you think would be interesting to tell a story about. Okay. I like the idea. Um, Oh, I'll I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. Anytime you say big corporation, my mind automatically goes towards evil. Yeah. I think everybody living (laughs) in 2022, I think that's where we all go. Right. Commonly held emotions. So I, I kind of like the idea of my character having been an ex employee. Love it. Of oh man. Tusks somewhere in that organization. Of of Tusk. Oh man. Okay. You guys are just playing right into my hands. I love this. <laughs> an ex employee. I didn't even know Abe Canabral was gonna be was gonna be connected to a big corporation. I had this whole plan. Uh, thank you guys. This is great. Happy to help. So an ex-employee, what did you do? What did you do? I found something that they didn't want me to know Mm. about. And I only figured it out because of the emerging abilities that I suddenly began to notice. Mm, Okay. So what can you do? One great way to think about superheroes. (laughs) I love to start with the power and then work my way back to the personality in any given story, mm-hmm. right? In any setting, it can really help you to think about the part of that makes the setting unique. So if it's fantasy, you think about what kind of magic or what land am I from? If it's superheroes, oh man, you got to start with, okay, what's my power? So is it a sensory power? You can detect things. Do you have like psychic abilities? Can you see things far off? Do you have the ability like hypersenses? So many possibilities. So normally I'd go for something like flashy, like, oh, I can make things fly like telekinesis or blowing things up. I almost went like fire elementalist. But this time I kind of want to take a different approach, almost thinking a little bit of like an early Scarlet Witch type of inspiration here where Mm. like impacting the emotions of others. Oh, wow. Let's go. You're going to be an empath. Fear or feel anger or feel calm. I want to be able to do that. I might have a little bit of deviousness still that somehow seeped into my once idealistic heart after being so long (laughs) stuck at the Tusk Industries. And I realized, no, you know what? This isn't good. This is all wrong. I've got to get out of here. Nope. I want to to help people now. Ooh, all right. Yep. I I joined up because- Was this the original inspiration? Go ahead. Yeah, dude, dude, sorry. Go, go, no, go. I'm, I'm thinking 
I'm used to working with kids who need follow-up questions and I'm not used to adults who are like, yeah, let me go. Now we're going, <laughs> improvising. <laughs> do it, um, do it, do it. I think that I was drawn to this organization because I thought that they were going to be doing good things for the city. I, I fully believed in the mission and the ideas of it. And then things started Fred Tusk feeling weird. He's an idealist. Yeah. And I started noticing weird things like, um, I don't know, mm. we- weird uh, rooms that uh, we weren't allowed access into. Maybe some other employees started disappearing. I don't know. That's going too much into storytelling. I'm so sorry. No, no. Anyway, I love I it. I saw weird stuff. I, think- I got in trouble and then bolted. And uh, I-, I would like to join in with the Guardians to maybe help. Do you have a, do you have a hero name? Because that's what I'm curious about. We can leave the hero name to last if you want. I need I need a few minutes on that one, I think. That's okay. I think for me, here would be my my challenge. Ready? I think I think it sounds like you have at least a drive. I will make up for working. I, I once worked for evil and now I will do good, right? That's you you yes. are trying to make up, you have some guilt that you want to overcome here. I love that. Um it also sounds like you might you also might, you know, one of your one of your your drive or your dream, one or the other, could be find out what Fred Tusk is really up to. Because mm-hmm. you've been betrayed, you know. You you found out that you know it wasn't it wasn't what you thought it was. I've been burned before. You weren't really helping the city. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna. So it sounds like you've got you can fill in your drive. You could fill in maybe a dream, like I'll I'll find out what Tusco is up to, or I'm going to stop Tusco. Either of those would be amazing. I think now I want to know a little bit about either who are you bonded with on the Guardians? Like, do you know anybody? Do you know Firefly? Did Firefly? So did you connect with Firefly somehow? Did you meet Ape? And I'm going to ask you, Amanda, how do you know Ape Canaveral? Because I got to imagine, like, when you know. When the superheroic ape signs up for the Guardians, you know, I imagine there's going to be a lot of people on the team like, oh, okay. Does he need diapers? I don't, you know, I don't mean to be mean to chimpanzees, but you know. No diapers. Concerns. Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like Ape Canaveral's reputation precedes him. I think he is, uh, he's very visible. I think he's shown up at a lot of, you know, responded to various events. And so, and, and he's memorable. So I think that when he showed up to us for the, like the guardians, um, we, we kind of knew who he was and we knew his deal and we knew that, you know, incontinence was not an issue. And so we were like, all right, this guy belongs Let here. Let me tell I you, I walked out of the bathroom. She could hear the toilet flushing I- and my hands were dry. And I just looked there and I said, Hey. They call us the great apes, but I'm the greatest one there is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what happened. Yeah. That needs to go in your line of dialogue. Did you have that as your dialogue no, line? I was just trying to think of something to tease Amanda. That's what I usually. <laughs> that was golden. Um, I, I like how like Firefly's got almost a corporate branding sense now. Sounds like Firefly's been running the lighthouse for a hot minute and is like, yeah, no, he's good for PR. Keep the ape. Like, like everybody knows that ape. Let's that, yes, that's good exactly. for our image. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've okay. learned. I like we're, this. we're doing it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So let's see. Uh, each of you is going to need your power slide and we'll talk about that in a second. Ape, did you grab yours? So this is your sort of in star sworn. We had uh, your star sworn powers 
it's it only consists of two things. One is describe what your power does, and the second part we'll talk about when we're in the game. It's a once per game ability to do something really crazy or incredible, something that's really intense and impressive, a big epic feat. Um, and it it's you using your power to do something amazing. Um, and you don't need to know much more except what your power does. So example, Scriv, it sounds like, well, what are we going to call? Uh, I, I feel like it should be something like emo. I would, <laughs> I would love it because she's, I don't know if it's a he or a she, I don't know if it's a they, but like emo. <laughs> it's like exactly right. But no, whatever this person's name is, their ability is they're an empath and they can alter people's emotions. Mm. Yes. I, I liked the idea of animus going back to Latin roots. Ooh, I like mind, Latin heart, affections, Ooh, animus. But I mean, if there are some oh, joking names good. about emo, then fine, I suppose. So animus is a sick name. <laughs> Call me animus. Okay. So we've got animus. Have you got... And now you, and you've got the dark brooding past. You're feeling, yeah, we've got at least a little bit of brood in our superhero crew. That's always necessary. I've never played a broody character before. I'm excited. <laughs> Try something new. How's your, how's your gravel voice? <laughs> I've been burned before. <laughs> just before oh, you commit to a gravel no, no, voice, no. they do start to hurt after a while. Just FYI. No, no, no. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I can physically do a gravel voice, to be honest. <laughs> Thank you for the pro voice act actor uh, lesson there, Amanda. We appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, Save the voice. Anytime. I need some tea and honey. Protect the instrument. All right. So, Animus, I labeled your character sheet. Thank uh, you. It's slide 16 if you want to go check it out you can go ahead and fill out three of those and you know you can fill in those tags as you come up with the ideas but really the tags are just a way for you to get to know who your character is and they'll they'll come into helping us tell the story later on but you don't have to worry about them it's just like any character from a story you want to think about what they want what pushes them right and then some of the things that make them interesting uh, any abilities they have any things they've done, people they care about. If, uh, Ape, if you want to have a bond with somebody, I feel like somebody on the uh, the Guardians crew, maybe you want to know somebody on the Guardians and, you know, do you have any buddies? Is there somebody on the Guardians who you're close with? I feel like Werebear might get along with you, but I don't know. Might be the opposite kind of relationship. It might be, you know, constantly having to uh, remind Werebear to stop smelling him. I don't know. Let me think here. I got a, got a quirk. Ooh. Oh, that's a great downfall. So Scrib just put in the downfall for Animus. It's hard sometimes to decipher which emotions are mine and which belong to others. Oof. I feel like that would be a fairly pseudo-realistic issue. No, that's awesome. With this ability. Does anybody have any follow-up questions I or comments? Yeah, I think that's very realistic. And I think, uh, is there something about practicing boundaries? Will there be a boundaries? Like, is there a... Is that... Something oh, that you will need to use later on. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Definitely yeah. going to. Mm. What you just did and what, what everyone's doing is what good authors do, right? You think about what are the follow-up questions you need to ask? What would be the impacts of, of your choices on the character and on the world? If you're thinking about somebody who can feel other people's emotions very strongly and then change them, boy, that might make it difficult to know whether you're you're being affected by others or whether you're having your emotions affect them. 
So very powerful and very interesting for our story. I, so I think that Animus would end up needing some sort of tool or a, like a mental defense mechanism to help reground mm. themselves, to help kind of center, to help focus. Mm -hmm. If you like, change one of those tags name to gear mm. and create your focus object that you use to help you focus your power, but also to help like ground you when you're feeling that uncertainty about the barriers and boundaries between you and other people. That's fantastic. Thank you. So remember, you only need three of those and a drive and a power. And your description, if you want to, you know, leave that for now, that's just fine. We can jump into our first, our first game really shortly and start telling the story. All right. So it sounds like we've got a, a crew. This is the current roster of the Guardians of Giga City. Giga City Guardians consist of Firefly. And Firefly, if you had to say one thing about Jillian Jays at this moment in time as the new lead of the lighthouse and sort of settled into her role, you know, a couple years in, how's she feeling about running this crew of misfits? Um, you know what? I think uh Firefly's feeling feeling pretty good about it. Um and maybe maybe almost a little a little too good, like a little cocky. I think I think we got this. I think it's I think we're doing pretty well. Mm, I like that. So we've got Firefly who's maybe starting to lean on her laurels a little much. She's she's feeling her oats as like the superhero supreme of Giga City. Yeah, exactly. Right on. All right. Uh we have Ape Canaveral uh, trapped between humanity and uh, and other apedom, I don't know. Humans are apes anyway, but uh, but but seems like a super relaxed dude. Um, how's Ape feeling about his new role on the Guardians? Is he like super swagger? Yeah, at this point? I mean, he's having fun. But like, call me when we're going back to space. That's what I want. Oh, I like that. Is that like a long term dream? He's you know, I will once again fly. Oh yeah, that's that's his dream. He's eventually gonna complete that deep space mission, but. Mm. In the meantime, deep, he's happy to help. Deep goals. I dig it. All right. And then the mysterious, the broody animus, escapee from the corporate halls of Tusco, disillusioned former employee. Um, how'd you get on the Guardians? How are you feeling about joining a force for good? Are you suspicious of them as well, since you've been through this before? Or are you like totally blown away and super excited and like, you know, fan personing over being on the same team as Firefly. I am very eager to be part of this team. Still struggling with some of that uh, hesitation. I'm, I'm a little bit cynical, but mm -hmm. seeing who the Guardians are, seeing what they stand for, I'm starting to feel some of that idealism sparking back up. I'm starting to feel that hope again. Wonderful. Oof. Gosh, that's a that's a narrative setup if ever I've heard one. Um, Y'all, this sounds amazing. I love everyone's characters, and I'm super excited to see what happens when you get into the middle of the thick of the action in Giga City. And um, so thank you all so much. This has been our, our first chance to sort of get to know your characters. If you're playing at home, you'll get a chance to make yours too. 
Go to patreon.com backslash stories RPG and you can download chapter one of Giga City Guardians today and make your superheroes and be ready for our next episode when things start to get a little hotter in Giga City. Ooh, and all those episodes on the Patreon are also ad free. Uh, next episode, we will begin our story and there will be even more questions and answers and some dramatic events that unfold. And there's also, if you're really feeling it, an entire story arc for Starsworn, which is our adventures in the world of Max Goodname. If you're looking for fantasy, if you're looking for magic and the stars falling from the heaven, go check it out. Yep. All of that is at patreon.com slash stories RPG. All right. Well, everyone, uh, this is our chance to say bye to everybody at home. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. I'm the greatest day. Bye. Bye.